There's a difference between do it yourself and do it for a living. At the Home Depot, we get that. And we're here to help pros get the job done with the products and brands you trust. Technology to keep your job on track. Job site delivery to save you time. And bulk pricing on over 4,000 items every day to save you money. When you've got a job, we're on the job. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Heat wave ahead. For four days only, it's the sizzling hot summer sale at JCPenney. Thursday through Sunday, shop select men's and women's tees in all new bright colors. Just $5 for her and $7.99 for him. Plus, pick up select Home Expressions bath towels, two for $7. All these deals and no coupon needed. Hurry in, but stay cool. These deals are sizzling. JCPenney. Offers valid 627 to 630. Exclusions apply. See store jcp.com for details. From a home studio in beautiful Dayton, Ohio, it's time for another episode of Mike Talks Funny. Brought to you by Eventide Entertainment. On tonight's show, from the film Vanishing Point, actress Erin R. Ryan. And music from Del Judas. And now, grab some nachos, grab some tacos. Cinco de Mayo was a couple days ago. Time for some more Mexican food. It's your host, Mike Shay. What's going on, funny talkers? Welcome to a brand new episode of Mike Talks Funny. I'm your host, Mike Shay, and we are in for a slam-packed episode of Mike Talks Funny this week. We are going to sit down and chat with actress Erin R. Ryan. She had a role in my film Vanishing Point. You might know her from lots of independent horror flicks. She is Dayton's local scream queen. And we have just a a really in-depth, long interview with her. I, I contemplated trimming down the interview to a shorter one and and putting the whole thing up like on Patreon or something. But the conversation we had was just so, uh, it was deep, it was pleasant, it was fun. I really felt like we got to know Aaron really well on the show, which is kind of the point of the show to begin with is to get to know people and get to know their their process and their method and their craft. And 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 talking with Aaron was a lot of fun. We played a couple games. We had some we had some fun with Aaron on the show. So we're gonna I decided as my gift to you guys, you know, we're coming up towards the end of the season here. Uh, let's not let's not slight anything. So the whole interview is in the show today. So it's a little bit of a longer show, but I promise you, you listen to this thing, you are going to have an absolute blast uh, with our conversation with Aaron today. And we've got some fantastic music for you guys from an artist by the name of Del Judas. If you listen to my other show, Track Record with Robert Yetter, I talked about him uh, uh, a couple weeks ago uh, on the show. It was either last week or the week before, I forget which. I don't know. Yeah, it was two weeks ago. Last week I flubbed. Anyway, uh, we uh, so we got Del Judas at the end of the show today as well. Uh, awesome, awesome artist uh, from from the New York area, I believe. So, lots of cool stuff going on. Um, I I picked up some great new uh, Game of Thrones merchandise today at Starbucks. I got myself a nice caramel macchiato. I'm sorry, that's funny to me. I, I think that's funny. I put it on Instagram and Snapchat because um, when I find something I think is funny, I beat it into the ground like a fucking idiot. Anyway. Great episode uh, going on today. Uh, for those who did not hear, I posted about this on Facebook uh, yesterday, late last night, and early this morning. Uh, but my film from last year, Monarch, the uh, the neo noir detective story uh, taking place here in Dayton, we uh, we we submitted the film to the L.A. neo noir film uh, festival last year. Uh, in November, and they finally did their selection process, and Monarch was selected as one of the films to be included in the festival this year. Uh, that festival will be in Los Angeles on May 31st. I will not be in attendance because I live in Ohio, and I'm not even going to try to make a trip out to Los Angeles um, for a day. Uh, it's just, uh, I just spent two weeks on the road. It's not happening. Uh, but uh, but my film will be a part of the L.A. Neo-Noir Film Festival this year on May 31st. Uh, so excited and so proud. Uh, make sure you guys check out my uh, my film's Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash dmzfilms, and you can check out all three of my films on there as well, or go to my website, www.mikeshaycomedy.com. Uh, guys, make sure you're following this show on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Talks Funny. We're always posting all kinds of updates on there as well, and 
Remember, you can help support this show, help it become bigger and better as time goes on by becoming a supporter on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash Mike Shea Comedy. For a dollar a month, you guys get so much cool stuff. You get stickers, you get thanked in the description of the episode. I do a monthly on-air shout-out at the end of every month. There's Discord chats, live YouTube Q&A sessions. Um, you get access to my stand-up videos, things like that. Early access to the Mike's Mind podcast. And that's all just for a dollar. Imagine what you get by subscribing to the 5 or $10 tiers. And you guys can become part of the process of making this show into the big, great thing that we all know it can be. So make sure you guys check that out. Patreon.com slash Mike Shea Comedy. And also, guys, make sure that if you are a fan of this show, whether you're listening on the Apple Podcasts app or Stitcher, iHeart, anywhere that it lets you leave a review of this show, even on the Facebook page, please give us a review and a rating because I don't think you guys really understand how much that kind of thing actually helps us out. The more reviews and stuff that we get, the more marketable we become, the more people realize, hey, we actually have an audience. So take take a couple minutes while you're listening to the show. Just scroll down to the very bottom and leave a rating and a review. And it is it is great. And I'll, I'll, I'll put this to you. Uh, leave a rating and, and a review. And uh, at the end of the month, I'll pick... I'll pick my five favorite reviews at the end of the month. So uh, June 1st, I will announce, uh, you know, so the the June 4th, my mom's birthday, actually, uh, is our first show in June. I will announce uh, the uh, uh, five winners of a prize for my favorite reviews. So uh, go check that out. Make sure you guys do that. Uh, I'm done trying to sell you guys shit. I'm not a serious car salesman. So, uh, and we've got a long awesome jam-packed interview with Aaron Ryan coming up here. So we're going to go to a break and when we come back, I sit down with Aaron R. Ryan and guys, you don't want to miss this interview. I can't stress that enough. So stick around. We got a lot more right around the corner here on Mike Talks Funny. Hello there, my name is Wallace J. Crumplebottom, and when it's early in the morning, there's nothing that gets me ready for a long day of bean counting, quite like a good breakfast. And there's no better breakfast than a brand new episode of The Breakfast Lads. Take it from me, I'm British, so I must know what I'm talking about. Tune in every Wednesday at 8am for a brand new episode of The Breakfast Lads, brought to you by Eventide Entertainment. And now it's time for the roast of Mike Shea. This has been the roast of Mike Shea. Welcome back to Mike Talks Funny. We are hanging out in my basement, that's not creepy, with an actress I had the pleasure of meeting a few months ago through some friends, and uh, slowly but surely, we're getting to know each other, and I think we're really going to learn some stuff about each other today. Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely and talented Aaron R. Ryan is on the show. It is me. Yay. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Ryan. Thank Aaron. You. I called you Ryan because you call yourself Ryan. So many people call me Ryan. Like, I call myself Ryan when I get upset at myself. I'm like, Ryan, you forgot to put the chicken in the freezer. Like, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, no, I'm okay with that. I remember when we were, when we were shooting the scene, you you kept going like, get it together, Ryan. Yeah, get it together, Ryan. That is my one of my most common phrases that I say. For sure. So how, how we met was uh, a mutual friend of our mutual friends, uh, Aaron Lopez, Don Smith, um, knew I was working on a film, and they said, "Yo, this chick be cool." <laughs> Is that what they said? No, but you know, <laughs> close enough. Can you imagine if Don just wanted in? Uh, this chick be cool. No, it would be so <laughs> awkward. And I'm like, Don, go to the hospital. You're having a stroke. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love Don. I love Don He's so great. much. Um, and so you came and, and you auditioned for Vanishing Point, mm -hmm. and um, uh, got to be in it. Got to have you in it, and Woo. it was great. Thank um, you. Hopefully, get you into another one here soon. Once I'm I start into it. actually writing something, I'm into it. Let me know. Yeah, um, we got some stuff in the works. We'll see. But um, anyway, we're here to talk about you, not my 
not my film that you were in that won an award. Just saying, folks. Um, <laughs> I'm going to milk that for all it's worth. So, Aaron, are you originally from the Dayton area? I am, yeah. Um, not Dayton proper, but I'm from the like Kettering area. I mean, but yeah, that's Dayton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I went to um, Kettering Fairmont High School, and um, I did like theater classes in Oakwood, and so I've been involved in acting stuff for a long time around the area. Um, so what made you want to get into acting? You know, uh, this is a long story, but I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Go right ahead. Um, let's see. When I was younger, I was always really into uh, pr- like putting on little plays and doing play acting with my cousins at like family events. And we would pr- like <laughs> write and make up whole plays <laughs> And show like like during Thanksgiving and whatever, and perform them for my family, and so that was my first little taste of being you know kind of out there on the on the quote unquote stage, which was really just like a a bla- a, a blanket backdrop and you know <laughs> like the kitchen <laughs> floor. Funny. So um, but yeah, I then I never really went out of my mind, but I stopped doing it for a while because you know we all grow up, um, and then. I, in middle school, I ran into some uh, difficult issues with depression and uh, anxiety. And my mom told me, she goes, you need some sort of outlet. Like you need, you need some sort of outlet to get these feelings out of you because you have a tendency to swallow them. And I said, okay, what, you know, what do you want me to do? And she just goes, why don't you try acting again? Why don't you try getting into that whole thing? Cause you were so happy when you're younger doing it. So I started, um, I started, <laughs> acting locally in plays um not very many of them i had i was a real like scholastic freak so i like to make sure that my, my schoolwork was done first so um but that and it was in theater for a number of years and then um when i was man maybe 23 uh and i was in college i had a friend who was going to uh the ohio university for film school and she said hey have you ever thought about trying film? And I was like, kind of, but <laughs> it just doesn't seem like it's possible in this area. And she says, oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing a student film down in Athens and you should you should come, you should participate. It's it's horror, like uh, John Waters-esque. Okay. So it was, it was a really fun day. We shot on film, so it took forever. Oh, wow. Yeah, it took 12 years. <laughs> oh man. It took forever, man, and it was a short, so that was, that was interesting. Um, but everything else since then I've shot on digital. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was the beginning of it. And then that summer, um, I ended up meeting a director and writer and effects artist named Dustin Mills. Uh, he's uh, located in Toledo. And he, uh, I, I, was, I was looking at uh, his table, his vending table, and he was playing one of his movies on a little DVD player called um, Puppet Monster Massacre. Nice. Which is a, a brilliant name <laughs> in and of itself. And I was watching it and it was really good. Like the art was really good. The puppets were awesome. And I, I looked at him and I'm like, how do you do this? Like, do you do? And he's like, oh, I'm a full time filmmaker. This is what I do. And I make weird stuff. That's funny. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I've been looking to like get more film, um, you know, get more film involved in my life. And he was like, oh, well, why don't you just send me an audition of the, the thing that you just did? And then we'll see what happens from there. And so the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs> he hired me for um, Bath Salt Zombies. Okay. Which is a, a real film about exactly what you think it's about. I, that sounds like <laughs> Bath Salt Zombies sounds great. It was great. fun. It was very much B-horror. Like I got to um, like die in a shower. And <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. It, just, it, was, it was fun. It was, it was a lot of fun. And I realized these people have the same mindset as me like these people i work with in film we're just goofs mm-hmm. and but we're talented <laughs> so good things come out of it but what's so i mean anybody who's who's paid any attention to your career or who's known you longer than 10 seconds knows uh horror big thing with you mm-hmm. why horror why horror yeah um i've always loved it um i was kind of a creepy kid <laughs> Honestly, um, I as a child, 
actually, I dealt with a lot of death. Our family is very old. And in the beginning, I mean, I saw lots of relatives pass away. And as a kid, I, I remember feeling, of course, sad about that, but also being confused. And then I started watching movies like um, like Beetlejuice, where there's that weird, fun side to the afterlife. And I'm like, maybe it's like that. And it made me feel a little better because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, really, you don't know. But um, so and my mom was always very spooky. Halloween was way bigger in our family than Christmas. Yeah. Um, which is amazing. And so uh, with her <laughs> influence and um, my needing to watch horror because it felt it made me feel um like there was something in the abyss <laughs> maybe um or i mean can i tell you a story real quick oh please i love stories <laughs> okay so this will tell you how i was as a, as a child i was on my way home from ballet class and my mom was you know sit, driving and i was i remember kicking my little feet <laughs> off the chair with my ballet shoes and looking out the window and it was just about dusk and there was this beautiful like um, orange and pink sky. It was so gorgeous. And I remember thinking, that looks like a painting. I mean, I was like four. (laughs) And I look over, like I look straight ahead and I go, what if that is a painting and we're all part of the painting and when they destroy the painting, I die. (laughs) Four. This is me at four. <laughs> so many things making sense right now. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the kind of kid I was, and it just seemed like a huge part of my life. Mm-hmm. And um, it's also, for me, a socially acceptable way to get my anxiety out also, was watching horror. so And I love monsters. That's another good reason oh, yeah. why I love horror. So, yeah. Um, so... We and we've 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 we, I know we've talked about this at one point, but I honestly don't remember what the answer was. What is your favorite? Because I'm not a horror guy. I'm picky when it comes to horror. I made a horror film, but I'm not like a fan. You're fired. I know. <laughs> I know. But like I said, I there are some I do like horror films, but I'm I am extremely picky. You're picky, yeah. Um. So like my favorite horror film is The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. Good choice. That's oh, that movie is so good. Yeah. Still holds up. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. What is your favorite horror film? Uh, that's like choosing one of my like what's my favorite child. <laughs> well, that's the next question, but. We'll <laughs> <laughs> um. Let's see. Man, I go back and forth. I, I love the 80s mm-hmm. horror movies a lot because I used to watch them when I was little. So there's that, you know, piece of my heart with them. Um, God, it's a toss up. There's Creepshow and. Oh, Creepshow's so good. Yeah, there's Creepshow and. I like anthologies too. Yeah. So there's Creepshow and um, Reanimator. Have you ever seen oh, Reanimator? Reanimator's good. I think I'm going to have to go with Reanimator. The 80s was like the best decade for everything. For everything. Everything involving film. <laughs> Movies, TV, music. I mean, just the best. The fashion, not so much. but <laughs> uh, Yeah. I think Fright Night is a close second. Fright Night's good. Did you ever see the remake? I did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was all right. I, you know. Colin Farrell's hard for me to take seriously. Same. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't feel threatened by you, Colin Farrell. First time I saw Colin Farrell was in Daredevil. Where, oh. where, where you can tell he was having fun, but right. it wasn't a good movie. No. No. Um, Fright Night's great. Um, you know, like I'll watch a Friday, Friday the 13th any chance I yeah. get. Yeah. So. I am um, not so into Friday the 13th. Like, I'll watch them because they're classic and yeah. it's like something that you need to do. Only the first two. Yeah, that's fair. Um, five is ridiculous. <laughs> and then that's for like, I watched that for like comedic value. Yeah. I'm like, this is so weird. Is, is, is five the one where he's he's dead at the beginning and the guy goes to his grave and accidentally Frankensteins him? Um, or is that six? No, that's six. Okay. Five, uh, isn't that Jason Lives? Yeah. Yeah. This is where he, <laughs> like, it, the Jason isn't actually Jason. It's the father of oh, a kid. He puts the mask on. Yeah. And he, ah, that's right. That's when they started that crap. Yeah. Ugh. And it's just like. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. But I like, um, I remember sneaking into my sister's room with her friends and watching 
uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, yeah. Uh, Attack of the Killer Clowns. I can't watch that one. Really? Are you afraid of clowns? Mikey, don't do clowns. <gasps> Mikey, Any? don't do clowns. Really? That's why I have not, I've heard it's wonderful. I have not seen the remake of It. Yep. Have not seen it. Uh, and honestly, the original It is what did it for me. That's fair. Um, Pennywise is, yeah. a, is hell. <laughs> yeah, so clowns, like anytime I've, I, I've had two panic attacks in my life and both of them involve clowns. Ooh. Yeah, clown, oh, me and clowns, not okay. You know what I don't like? Barnacles. I am Please a, elaborate. I am, <laughs> I am irrationally afraid of barnacles. I <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting lots of irrational fears on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, had, we had Dan Andrick on last week. He mm. is irrationally afraid of the last bit of milk in a carton. Really? Yeah. I have another friend of mine who, who's been on the show who's afraid of ketchup. Doesn't keep ketchup in the house. Okay. His wife like went out to dinner and like got ketchup on her burger and he like wouldn't talk to her the rest of the night. Jeez. Oh, so barnacles. Barnacles. Well, you know, I mean, we live in Ohio where there's so many, there's so much sea around us. No, <laughs> um, no I, super landlocked, but I don't like them because they're often attached to things, you know, and they feed off things and they, they sit there and they, ugh, they, they have little mouths, they open up and it's like, it's like the mouth of, um, the graboid from, from oh. Tremors. Oh yeah, it's disgusting. And I'm like, oh, I can't yeah. do it because, because like, I think it makes me think of um, like decay for some reason. Like you just you have this being on your body that is living off of you because you don't need your apparently mm-hmm. you don't need your nutrients. So yeah, I'm, I don't like them at all. They freak me out. Like the second Pirates where they show. Um, oh, it's creepy. Yeah, it's bro- bootstrap right. Oh. He has, all on his face I was like clutching oh. my armrest because I was like I can't I can't I can't they're not fun to look at no they're oh. gross oh. So, wow okay yeah I'm afraid of barnacles what else am I afraid of scarecrows that's fair shouldn't be afraid of them but I was I'm really afraid of them what scares in their name that's true and I am a crow so <laughs> <laughs> that's fair no scarecrows I can get I mean because they're basically just clowns with straw so. that's true that's exactly where they are that being said, because uh, you introduced a song to me the other day uh, by Sia. Mm-hmm. I'm blanking on the name of the song. Uh, I'm in here. I'm in here. And I'm terrified of clowns. Have you ever heard of a guy named Puddles the Clown? No. Puddles the Clown is a, he's, he's, he's a clown. Um, doesn't talk. His act is that he doesn't talk, but he sings. Oh, I know. I think and he's he's very black and white. Yeah. Yes. Okay, he does stuff with him. like postmodern jukebox and all yes. that. Yes. Okay. He went on America's Got Talent a few years ago, and his his the first his audition song was "Chandelier" by Sia. Yeah. Oh, oh my! And I didn't actually watch the video. I listened to it because no, not watching it. But um, yeah, yeah. Oh man. There's. I love her. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's so much um, like real genuine emotion coming from her lyrics. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think she's incredible. And um, yeah, she can be useful when I, I need to uh, feel like I, when I need to feel again, honestly, mm-hmm. <laughs> or have a good cry, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think um, and I think because we, we live in a, like like the music, like we just had the Billboard Awards on last night and um you know, I, th- I think the music industry in general has gotten so, it's weird, it's music, but it's gotten so fixated on appearance. True. You know, like like the reason Lady Gaga got popular wasn't so much because of her music, it's because she was wearing a meat dress. Strange, yeah. yeah. No, that's And that's kind of cool. <laughs> now, I, I, I now love Lady Gaga because I at one point discovered her when she was just a solo artist, like mm-hmm. playing bars and was like, where, where's that? Right. Like that's what I, and now that's more what she does and I'm more on board with it now. You see someone like Sia who not, not nearly as crazy, but she does the weird thing with the hair. The hair, yeah. Um, and I think so that, that causes people to initially have this whole like, eh, but then when you actually, you, you sent me that song and I listened to it and I think the first thing I texted, she was just like, goosebumps yeah yeah um, no it's a beautiful song and i use it regularly <laughs> so are there any other like musicians or bands or whatever that that i dig that well that's what you dig but that you oh that i use like that, that you use or that you, like you feel an attachment to 
Oh my. Um, let's see. I I can give you. Is it cool if I give you my top five favorite songs? Please do. Maybe that'll. I, it's not going to tell you anything about me except for that I'm a silly shit. Go for it. <laughs> We'll, like compare, they, we'll compare notes. Go for it. These are these are songs that just make me feel good all the time, mm-hmm. even when I'm feeling rough. Um, so I'm gonna go from five to one. Okay. Okay, five. <laughs> five is Love Roller Coaster by <laughs> by the um, oh shoot the Ohio Players. Wow. Yep. Okay. I'm telling you, they're just songs that make me happy. No, this, this got, isn't like a, there isn't much depth to any of this. They're your favorites. Um, and nuts. then number four is Chain of Fools. Okay. By Aretha Franklin. And number three is Spill That Wine by Eric Burden and War. Wow. And then two is Modern Love by David Bowie. Nice. And then one is. Um, I think I need a dermal here. <laughs> uh, I think number one is Bus Stop by the Hollies. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I grew up with a lot. My dad um, grew up with like late 60s, early 70s music. So mm. I listened to a lot of that. And there's a lot of good feelings attached to that kind of music. And, and you know, nice. um, funk is just fun. Yeah. <laughs> You're talking to a bass player. But, yeah. <laughs> but funk is fun. and But I do like, you know, I do like other bands. Um I'm kind of all over the place. I like uh, Glenn Miller because I like nice. big band music. And I like Johnny Mercer because I'm obsessed with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's a great lyricist and a snappy performer. Um, I love AFI. Fuck yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. Yeah, I love AFI. I love... Um, I can, I can do some My Chemical Romance. It just depends. It yeah, depends. Yeah, there's two albums. That, there's two albums out of the three that I like. Yeah. And the last one. That's right. Like. But yeah, I'm, I'm just all over the place. It just depends on what my mood is. Mm-hmm. So. What about Queen? Love Queen. Okay. My whole family yeah. loves Queen. I have to ask everybody when they come on here. Do you like yeah. Queen? Okay, cool. My whole family, man. My mom's ringtone is um, Don't Stop Me Now. That's so great. Because she's <laughs> been through a couple of cancer battles and every time she went through one she's like nope not done yet like <laughs> don't stop me i'm going like that's yeah. great so <laughs> we my mom my mom and i that was our you know every once in a while because i'm a mama's boy we like to have a, a mom and mike night and so Aww. we went and watched bohemian rhapsody when it came out both cried both cried dude oh. people people have a hard time with it i guess because yeah. i mean there's a there's a lot to have a problem with with the movie i guess sure yeah like factually, there's a lot, mm-hmm. but the band sanctioned it. Yeah, they were on set. Yeah, so um, that was the story they wanted to tell. And I think that that's okay because I think it, it kind of fits because Freddie Mercury was sort of just a legend and a myth. You know what I mean? And I think that was what they were trying to do with the movie was their 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 goal with the movie was to glorify Freddie Mercury. It wasn't sure. so much to tell a story. Sure. So because originally they wanted Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh man! And he was gonna do like a rated R deep Dark. dive, and I still want to see that. Oh yeah, movie. I want to see that. And I think he'd be a magnificent Freddie Mercury, but he'd I don't be think, amazing. I don't think it's ever gonna happen. I don't yeah. think we'll ever see that. With with Rocket Man getting ready to come out, love Elton John. Me too. Um, I was kind of like, wouldn't it be great if they started? Because in, in Bohemian Rhapsody, they name drop so many bands and musicians. That wouldn't it be great if like. Rami Malek shows up in Rocket Man as Freddie Mercury, and then they just start having because like they got the Motley Crue series on Netflix. Did you watch? That? I haven't had a chance okay. to watch okay, it. Okay, never yet. mind. I've, I've heard it's fun. Yeah, it is. That's exactly how I would say <laughs> yeah. it's it's fun and it's not particularly like emotional, but it's fun. It's just it's Motley Crue. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it's got Machine Gun Kelly in it. How, it's whatever. He uh. is amazing. Is he really? He's the best part about. The not movie. a fan of him normally. Right. So, okay. Yeah. No, I get. All right. But yeah, it's like, what if just all these, let's cre- let's create the the history of music cinematic universe and just have all these actors showing up as the musicians they play in each other's movies? Because Elton John and Freddie Mercury were going on about the same time. Yeah, they are close. I thought that'd be fun to see. Never going to happen, but. That would be awesome. That'd be great. Like a what if. Oh, yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah, that'd be fun. I like, the, I like the look of Rocket Man because it looks like it's going to be in the same vein as like across the universe. Yes, which is good. I mean, yeah. it makes sense for his style. You know, yeah. I think it'll be very appropriate. I always tell everybody you can tell across the universe is a good movie because it's a movie about Beatles music and I'm not a Beatles fan. But you loved it. But I love that movie. Yep. 
I'm yeah. a sucker for musicals. I'm a musical theater kid. So nice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh, my junior year of high school, we did Beauty and the Beast. I was a gargoyle. Um, That's cool. I've always wanted to be a gargoyle, <laughs> regardless. Well, it, it was kind of, I, I wore I wore gray coveralls, a mask, and stuff like that. And then my job was basically to like because we we built this whole transforming set, and my job was to basically change the set pieces so it looked nice. like we were in a different location. Senior year, we did High School Musical. Oh, no. Why? Why, though? Because uh, it was popular at the time. <laughs> I guess. But I will say, I, I got to have a fun... I actually got to have a legit character this time. So, in the, in the, in the play version of High School Musical, they have a the guy who does the announcements. Um, yeah, This yeah. guy's name is Jack Scott. Okay. And he's basically a radio DJ. Oh, perfect. So... Yeah. Yeah. So, they built me a little DJ booth off the side of the stage, a little on-air sign and stuff like that. And I'm basically the guy who, like... I'm essentially the narrator. narrator I fill yeah. in the game. So, that was me. So, I got to, like, have props and go all ham during stuff. You know, they're, they're playing bop to the top, and I'm wearing a sombrero and doing this with a guitar. <laughs> and I'm, 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 I'm... Like, people at home can see what I'm doing. But, That's funny. But, uh, well, no, it's it's fantastic. You guys are missing out. Yeah. It's been, yeah. <laughs> um, so, that was that. <laughs> I I yeah. am not a singer. I mean, I am on my own, like, in the shower. But oh, of course. <laughs> but I don't like, yeah, I don't sing very much. Um, I wish I could. That would be fun. Um, I sing things around the house sometimes also. Like, um, my grandmother used to do this. She was a big singer. And, I, <laughs> like, when she answers the phone or when she answered the phone, she would say, hello. <laughs> I swear to God. And so, like, That's I sometimes great. do that. <laughs> You don't need to go to karaoke sometime. I'm into it. I'd love to. There's a great place in Centerville called Soft Rock Cafe, and okay. it's a bar dedicated to karaoke. Ooh. It is the best. That's cool. I love Dayton. I think we have some cool stuff here. I think Dayton's underrated as hell. Yeah, me too. And shame on whoever spray painted the Dayton Inspires thing on the side of Bram the other day. On the side of what? You know that on the side of Bram, they have that Dayton Inspires. Yeah. So somebody uh, graffitied it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Why, though? I hope they get this guy. They're offering like a five hundred dollar reward for like information on who did it. Okay. So I hope they get him. Because that's not okay. Because f that. Yeah. That's not okay. <laughs> so fuck that. Fuck that. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So Aaron, you are a you are a horror person. I am. You're a fan of music. So I am going to put a test to you right now. Uh -oh. This is going to be a little fun. Okay. Uh, I, I I try to come up with a clever name for this. I couldn't think of it. But basically, here's the game. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say a title to you. Your job is to guess whether it's an obscure horror movie or an obscure rock and roll album. Okay. Now, there is a there is a prize involved. Okay. If you pass, and we're we're gonna go with like a typical school. If you if you can, you know, get 70% right, we'll call it a win. Um, if you win, you get a, a Mike Talks Funny sticker. Yes. And you get to ask me one embarrassing question. No holds barred, nothing off the table. I cannot say no. All right. Now, if you and if you don't pass, you still get the sticker. Either way, you're getting a sticker. You have to tell one embarrassing story about yourself. About, oh, yeah, easy. Okay. Okay. You, <laughs> you say that. I, I had somebody come on here and tell me about a story where they shit their pants the other day. So, Ooh, yeah. Bad news. Yeah. His wife was not happy. Oh, well, I mean, why would you be? <laughs> She's like, in our car? <laughs> <laughs> our sacred car? <laughs> Our sacred Miata. Now I got to go disinfect the whole thing. <laughs> We're just getting a new car. All right. All right. You ready for this? I'm ready. All right. First one, The Burning. That's a movie. That is a film. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. uh, 19, I want to say 82. Yeah. I should have it pulled up here, but I don't. Next one, Lucifer's Friend. Music. That is also an, that is an album. Yes, it is. Self-titled band. Um, next. Blood Rock 3. <laughs> That's a great name. <sighs> album. That is an album by the band Blood Rock. They, they just self-titled all their albums and add numbers to them. All right. Inferno. Film. That is a film, 1980. <laughs> I like the way I said film. I was like, film. <laughs> uh, Pulse. Film. That is a film. Oh, man, I thought I made this hard. Okay. For Love or Money? Album. As an album by Highway Robbery. Awesome. Okay. In the Mouth of Madness. Movie. 
That is a movie. It's a Lovecraft movie. <laughs> it is a Lovecraft movie. Yes, it is. Um, Assault on Maryland. Album. That's an album by the band Surprise. Okay. Oh, man. I'm about to spill some secrets here, aren't I? Out of Uranus. <laughs> that could be either one. Um, album. It's an album by The Killing Floor. All righty. Um, the Company of Wolves. Movie. That is a movie. Jeez. Okay. Dear God. Here we go. The Sentinel. That is definitely a movie, and it's one of my favorites. <laughs> 1977's I The love, Sentinel. I love that movie. There's a young uh, Chris Sarandon in it, and it's fantastic. <laughs> I threw that one in there because I was like, maybe she'll think it's something to do with Judas Priest because they have a song called The Sentinel. But uh, 34 Hours. Ooh. Uh, film? That is actually a Skid Row album. Is it? It okay. is a Skid Row Skid Row. Damn you, Sebastian. <laughs> Sebastian Bach. Sorry. Sebastian Bach, yeah. <laughs> uh, Fire in the Sky. Movie. That is a movie. Um, we Are What We Are. Movie. Uh, 2013 horror film. Um, A Third of a Lifetime. Hmm. Album. It's an album by Three Man Army. Yes, it is. You, you've won at this point. <laughs> We're going through the whole list. Um, the Iron Rose. Film. That is a film. Yes, it is. Uh, Lunacy. Album. That is actually a film. Is it? It is a film. <gasps> I need to know more about it. Uh, I will pull it up here while we while we keep talking. Okay. Um. So, a lullaby for the devil. All right. That is an album. That is an album by the band Dead Soul Tribe. Um, Guilty as Charged. Uh, album. Yes, by the by the band Coxsparer. Ooh. Cool. Um, Spicy. <laughs> Uh, between this is the last one. Between two worlds. Film. It's actually an album <gasps> by the band I. Just a letter I. As my doorbell rings and somebody is probably <laughs> Amazon. We order a lot of Amazon stuff here at the house. All right. So out of twenty, you got seventeen. Yeah. So you passed. Uh, the film Lunacy is actually a Czech film. It's a oh. Czech horror film. Um, translated from I don't speak Czech so Seleni ah uh, okay um, it's loosely based on two short stories The System of Dr. Tar and Professor Feather and The Premature Burial by Edgar Allan Poe Ooh. Um, it is partially inspired by the works of the Marquis de Sade oh that all of that sounds amazing <laughs> sounds fantastic <laughs> I will see that see the hell out Probably of that we have to look this up alright did you ever see Quills yes Jeffrey oh. Jeffrey Rush is one of my favorite actors of all time. Oh, he's so good. He's ridiculously good. I actually saw that movie while I was on a Joaquin Phoenix kick for a number oh, of years. Yep. I like Joaquin Phoenix. I think he's brilliant. Uh, I cannot wait to see his Joker. Uh, I'm into it. I'm into it. Like, I will I will give it a try. I, I have more faith in him than Jared Leto. I would... Uh, people hate, love to hate on Jared Leto. I don't hate on him. I just, <laughs> and I think it may indeed have been the way the movie was edited. Because yeah. I understand what they were doing with his Joker, and I think he did a good job when he was there. It's just yeah. there wasn't enough. I just didn't. I just freaking hated Suicide Squad. Oh no, you have every right. I, I'm the biggest DC movie defender in the world, and that's I didn't fair. like that movie. The movie's not good. Mm -mm. Um, I, that's that's a whole tirade we can go into. So first of all, Aaron, yep, you win a Mike Talks Funny sticker, <gasps> yay! Which you can reach for. It's, I, I, I didn't think this through. Um, so because you won, son of a bitch. <laughs> Nothing is off the table. Everything's on the table. One embarrassing question. Hmm. Hit me with it. Hmm. Let me think about that. I didn't think I'd win, so I didn't know. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> I, I figured you'd win. I didn't figure you'd win, so I think. <laughs> um, what is you're young enough to, you're, I mean, you're old enough to have had the same experience that I have had as a child with music. Mm. What was the first CD you bought. <laughs> I don't want to say. Okay. Uh, the very first Backstreet Boys album. All right. I like I, it. I was a boy band nut <laughs> up until a 
about 15 years old. That's awesome. <laughs> part of that's just because my, my parents were picky about the music they'd let us listen to. And part right. of that was I was just fucking into it. Well, no, they're great. They have great melodies and they dance and they're fun. Yeah, and, no, it's I'm, great. I'm talking... I had every Backstreet Boys album, every In Sync album, nice. 98 Degrees, LFO, um, the light and funky yeah, ones. Yeah, I mean, just, uh, new kids on. I mean, she's new kids on the block. Ah, I wouldn't really count them; they're better. But I'm gonna make you feel better. Okay. My, <laughs> my first album was Hootie and the Blowfish. Crack rear view. My mother loves you right now. Let me tell you <laughs> something. My mother is the world's biggest Tootie and the Blowfish fan. Awesome. Um, lo- and I'm from Columbia, South Carolina. Not originally, but I lived there for 12 years until right. I moved back here, which is where they're from. Mm. They're from. They went oh, to. I didn't un- know that. They huh. went to the University of South Carolina. That's where the band formed. Mm-hmm. While I was living there, they renamed a street after Hootie and the Blowfish. There's a large uh, statue dedicated to them. Mm-hmm. And Darius Rucker was the commencement speaker at my friend's graduation. Oh, wow. He got an honorary doctor of music from from USC that year. I got to meet him, and he is the nicest guy in the world. He'd have to be, man. And his niece graduated with my friend that year. Oh, cool. I love cool. Hootie. I, lo- I love Hootie. I love um, Hootie. <laughs> but um, I'll, I'll go a little further. My next album that I bought was Hanson. Yes. So... You should feel completely better. I have that album too. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we we on my one of my other shows we did a we did an episode we 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 do a music reviews and we were trying to pick the album that encompassed the '90s and I picked Cracker Window by Hootie. Yeah, because every if you think of a Hootie song, odds are it was on that album. Oh yeah, those are all their big singles for. I mean, they released like three albums after that. I- they're so useful and they're so wholesome. Like oh, my friend yeah. was having really bad time the other day and I sent him hold my hand. Yes. And he was like, I feel a little better. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Well, Hootie, you know, they got their network debut on David Letterman. And when it was David, when David Letterman was retiring, he was having all these bands. So he had Hootie back and they hadn't performed mm. together in forever years. Probably. And they yeah. performed hold my hand on Letterman again. And I was just like, oh, they haven't lost a step. I think if I saw them perform that I would cry <laughs> oh oh I almost did I'm watching it on TV I'm just kind of like <sighs> get back in there tears. <laughs> get the one the one tear yeah the one tear <laughs> all right so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna take a break we're gonna come back and I have got a, a fun twist on on the second part of the show Ooh. so you guys stick around we'll be right back got a lot more right after this Want to know where to find the best hidden musical gems on the internet? Mike Shea and Robert Yetter have got you covered. Tune in Wednesday nights at 5 p.m. for the latest episode of Track Record. Brought to you by Eventide Entertainment. Hey guys, Mike Shea here. In 2017, my father passed away after a year-long battle with Flit 3 leukemia, a rare and aggressive form of blood cancer. But he wasn't alone. Every three minutes, someone in the U.S. is diagnosed with a form of blood cancer. And despite all the medical progress of the modern age, more than a third of blood cancer patients still don't survive five years after their diagnosis. You can help end the suffering by donating to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. They are the leading edge of cures for all forms of blood cancer. They provide free, highly specialized information, education, and support. In 2015, they provided over $41.8 million to patients in the U.S. To donate, simply go to facebook.com slash Comedy and click the Learn More button. Every little bit helps. For more information, go to www.lls.org. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. We're still hanging out in the basement, still not creepy, with Aaron R. Ryan. Hey! So, before we get into the next uh, part of the show, where we usually do something a little, a little fun with the guests, uh, wanted to talk a little bit more about about like your acting career and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, we've mentioned that you're you're a horror fan, you've done lots of horror films, uh, just scrolling through it, and I will say, they're hard to find. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, at the moment, they're hard to find because a, a lot of them were on Amazon and mm. they, had that, they had that whole quality um, yeah. over, or, uh, overhaul there so um it was hard it was hard to find you on on imdb there's a lot of aaron ryan's on here a the the uh the, the middle initial helped mm-hmm. um and what i've found is that there's like these there's like three movies that every time i would find you online for something would always be associated with you. so that's kind of what made dragon so it was always um uh babysitter massacre mm-hmm. easter casket and um awkward thanksgiving <laughs> were the three that always seemed to pop up yes um, so let, let's let's talk about a little bit about each of those. Yeah. So um, awkward Thanksgiving. We talked a little bit about this the other day. We did. Um, what is awkward Thanksgiving? So awkward Thanksgiving is a family get together comedy drama. <laughs> like, have you ever um, seen what's the movie um, um, with Holly Hunter in it? Um, Home for the holidays. Yes, it's sort of like that. Um, Except for, I mean, you get more involved with each character as far as like who's who has what neurosis <laughs> and nice. stuff. So it's kind of it is a comedy mostly, um, but there are some touching moments too. Um, but it's about this family that's meeting for Thanksgiving at their at this one house, and um, you know their their mom has just passed away, and it's like a big important deal. And uh, why I play. I play what I think is supposed to be like the classic manic pixie dream girl in it. <laughs> I don't know how well I pull it off, but um, and I I am a just a stranger that one of the sons picks me picks up um, to come with him to town, and because I my car is broken down, mm. and so he he added the kindness of his heart. He's just like, oh come with me, you know we'll go to the town and you can get yourself set up. But it's a it's a long journey. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's this um, this little story between the two of them, and yeah, it's it's a lot about like family dynamics and how the shit can hit the fan mm-hmm. <laughs> before before and on Thanksgiving, because you know there's all this pressure around spending the holiday to, holiday together, even though you might have these wounds, mm-hmm. you know, from uh, uh, like maybe somebody slighted you or whatever, but your family, so that's where you go. Um, so it's, it is funny. Um, there is some weird Turkey stuff involved Nice in the movie. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, I think the, the, the cover of the movie has a Turkey with panties on like a, like a, a, yeah, like a cooked Turkey with panties on it. So yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's, it's really about love and, you know, family and. Uh, healing wounds so it actually ends up being very touching and the the one and I, I'm telling you like this is the one that is always the very first is, is one that the, the title just fascinates me and that's Babysitter Massacre yeah um, what is that okay so um, Babysitter Massacre was a movie that I did in the fall of 2012 so it was a while ago mm-hmm. is when I first started getting into film and um it was a big deal. Um, it was directed by a, a local director, Henrik Kuto, and he hired me after a short little audition. Um, and he was like, I think he'd be, really be great for this. But Babysitter Massacre is um, your like classic B horror movie. Like, oh, okay. All the shtick that you would expect to find in a B horror movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, <laughs> Beast blood and boobs like you're gonna find those nice yeah so like it was very it was very much an ode to that kind of stuff like um like slumber party massacre okay those kind of films um and i played um angela who is the like one of the main characters and she's just trying to keep like you know keep stuff together she she knows that there's something going on like some killer is stalking them but she's not sure um you know, she's nervous, but not sure how to get rid of him. So, mm-hmm. um, and it's just, yeah, it's fun. It's, it's really bloody. Um, I think so. I'm not kidding you. I think there's blood or nudity of some kind every like three minutes. Nice. Which is, you know, <laughs> sports fans. That's what they want. Right. right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I got into it because like I 
I love those types of movies. I grew up on those movies. Mm. And I think they have a certain charm. And so it was a really cool project to be a part of it. Cool. So, so ordinarily what we do here is I would ask you three minutes of rapid fire questions. Okay. Now we're still going to do that. Okay. But you're an actress. Mm-hmm. And... I'm a big fan, and you probably are as well, of Inside the Actor's Studio. Yeah, yeah. I have the Robin Williams doc, uh, DVD upstairs. Uh, I, I I love that stuff. James Lipton. James Lipton's the guy. So what I'm going to do first is I'm going to ask you the 10-question James Lipton questionnaire that he asks all of his guests at the end of the show. All right. I'm going to try to do my best James Lipton impression. It's probably going to go terrible. <laughs> I'm so, so looking forward to it. So bad. I'm usually pretty good with impressions. This is one I've never done before, so let's see here. So, What is your favorite word? That was pretty good. Thank you. Uh, um, My favorite word. Hmm. Ululation. I'll write that down for later. Uh, (laughs) What is your least favorite word? Can't. Um, Hmm. Uh, could it be a combo of two words? Sure. Too much. Too much? Too much. Okay. What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Um, a project that I'm involved in that everybody is on the same page and, uh, also, we're having a good time on set, and uh, you know, somehow we get together and dick around, and a movie com- and a movie comes out. <laughs> Those are the best. <laughs> that, it, that inspires me so much to do more. What turns you off? Arrogance. What is your favorite curse word? Shit. <laughs> what sound or noise do you love? I love campfire, crackling campfire. Okay. What sound or noise do you hate? Oh man, hate. Uh, I hate. This is very specific to me, but I hate the sound of <laughs> of our my linen door closing where I work or where I live because it sounds like like a creepy door in a haunted house. <laughs> You think that I would like that, but you know, sometimes it it just it's not very well hooked on to the door, the the siding, so sometimes it'll just do it, and I don't appreciate that. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Okay, this is strange. Art therapist. Art therapist. Yeah, are you familiar with that? No, I'm not. So, it is a person who has a degree in psychology. Um, usually a master's, and they specialize in um, helping people unlock their emotions and get them out of them um, using artistic ways. So like painting and sculpting and dance and acting. So I would really, and, and that's what helped me when I was going through one of my worst times was just putting creative energy out there. Um, and I was able to say things through those that I wasn't able to say to people. Okay. So, do you have other uh, artistic endeavors other than acting that you do, like you know, painting or anything like that? Yeah, I do a little bit of painting. I'm not very good at it, (laughs) (laughs) but I do a little bit of painting. Um, Let's see what else. I do I do collages, which is weird. Oh, okay. Um, It's like I I think I um, referenced this a little bit earlier, but when I am feeling really heavy emotion I feel like locked inside of myself and sometimes there aren't words for how I feel or I haven't thought of them yet so when I make a collage I get like a big poster board and I think of a particular theme and then I will cut out images out of magazines that sort of relate to that and sort of express what I'm feeling inside because I sometimes I genuinely cannot talk about it so it's it's a transference, and usually it really helps. That's really cool. Thank you. Two more questions. What profession would you not like to do? Hmm. 
<laughs> sales. I don't want to do no. anything in sales, man. <laughs> there's, there's, all, there's all that commission, and then you got to be like on your shit all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it just—it sounds terrible. It sounds like a lot of pressure, and um, I don't think I have the 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 up and go to do that kind of thing on a daily basis. I just don't, man. And I don't, I won't, I won't like lie to people <laughs> about the oh, product no. either. I can't do it. I, I worked for DirecTV for a, a while. Never again. Yeah. All right. Last question. If heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? No worries. No worries. That's lovely. All right, Aaron. Now we get to the the fun one, which okay. is three minutes of rapid fire questions. Okay. Some of these are ridiculously silly. Okay. Some of them are pretty straightforward. Um, just first thing that comes to your head, no pressure. Um, are you ready? Yes. All right. And go. What was the last gift you gave someone? Uh, an onion. If you were to get rid of one state, which would it be? Florida. Yeah. Uh, who do you admire the most? Oh, no. Um, my dad. Are you a morning or night person? Night. What is one thing you own you wish you did not? Mm-hmm. I have 8 million plastic tubs that I need to get rid of, so those. <laughs> <laughs> what is your biggest addiction? Um... I'd say uh, the little oranges that you get from the store. Cuties? Yeah, the little cuties. Yeah. What celebrity annoys you the most? Oh, God. Um, (laughs) Probably Ariana Grande, man. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. (laughs) Would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals? (gasps) Talk to animals? Yes. Fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is? Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Invisibility or super strength? Invisibility. Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? Nah. Cake or pie? Pie. Yes. Um, <laughs> have you ever worn socks with sandals? Nope. If Voldemort offered you a hug, would you accept? Nah. Is double dipping at a party ever acceptable? Never. Which is cuter, a baby panda or a baby penguin? Ooh, penguin. Do you respect Kanye West? Sometimes. Godfather or Star Wars? Uh, Godfather. Big dogs or small dogs? Big dogs. Are women complicated? I think, pe- yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I think people are complicated, but yeah, women I think are, are a little more. <laughs> Would you rather eat stale Sour Patch Kids or fresh circus peanuts? Circus peanuts. Really? Yeah, my grandmother loves circus peanuts, okay. and so it reminds me of her. Not a fan. Are rats cute? Yes. Do you know how to salsa dance? No. Have you ever slapped someone in the face? No. Really? Oh, that's fun. Favorite type (laughs) of muffin? Blueberry. Do you like the smell of gasoline? I do. Me too. Help me, I do. That's true. (laughs) If you were given an all-expense-paid trip to Cleveland, would you take it? Yeah. Would you rather ask permission or beg forgiveness? Ask permission. Who would you rather be besties with, Beyonce or Rihanna? Rihanna. She seems way more fun. Are dogs people? They're close. Yeah. <laughs> would you eat a day-old taquito from Speedway? Yeah. Who among us hasn't? Yeah. Do you Instagram your food? No. <laughs> would you go to a movie alone? Uh, Yeah, and I did recently. I do it all the time. <laughs> La- last question. What's the most boring thing ever? Oh... Video like video games. <laughs> what? I know, I know, I'm terrible. It's just because I haven't been exposed to anything uh, that I like. So I just there are a lot of games where I'm just like I don't even understand what's happening. I'll t- I'll tell you this. Uh, the most boring thing ever. This is now. This is episode 41. To this day, nobody has said this show. So we're we're doing all right. We're yes. doing fine. Yes. <laughs> Aaron R. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I had a great time. You are welcome back anytime you'd like. Next time you got a project coming up or something, or just feel like airing some shit out. All right. Please I, come on the show. I appreciate you. 
All right, guys, we have a lot more show around the corner, so stick around. It's Mike Talks Funny here on the Eventide Entertainment Podcast Network. Hey guys, Mike here. You know, a lot of time and effort goes into this podcast, and I want you guys to be a part of the process. Become a supporter by going to patreon.com slash Comedy, And for as little as a dollar a month, you can help this show get better and better. Get access to all kinds of awesome content like comedy show tickets, unedited interviews, live streams, and so much more. Once again, just go to patreon.com slash Comedy and help support the show. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. We are just about out of time for today, but it wouldn't be an episode of Mike Talks Funny if I didn't share some awesome music with you guys. Now, you heard me gush about this artist a little bit on a recent episode of Track Record. I got in touch with him and, and his reps, and I said, yo, I like your tunes. I want to put them on my show. And he said, yo, I'd like that. So this guy, uh, he put out an album in 2018 called Deity, and uh, this is like some cool Louisiana swamp rock mixed with like new age goth Wiccan. It's just, it's dark. It's creepy. And I thought since we had Aaron R. Ryan on the show, this was more than fitting. And uh, this song in particular, he uh, made a music video for that is just awesome. So I thought I'd share this with you guys. It's a lot of fun. Uh, the, so- the album is called Deity. The song is called Love and Death. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Del Judas.
All right, guys, that is going to do it for this week's episode of Mike Talks Funny. Big thank you to Aaron R. Ryan for coming in and sitting down and talking with us. Big thanks to Del Judas for letting us play his music. Guys, we'll be back again next week with another awesome episode of the show. Follow me on all the social media at Mike Shea Comedy. Follow the show at Mike Talks Funny. We'll see you guys again next Tuesday, 5 p.m. with a new episode. Take care. Live well. Rock on. Bye-bye. Wave ahead! For four days only, it's the sizzling hot summer sale at JCPenney. Thursday through Sunday, shop select men's and women's tees in all new bright colors. Just $5 for her and $7.99 for him. Plus, pick up select Home Expressions bath towels, two for $7. All these deals and no coupon needed. Hurry in, but stay cool. These deals are sizzling. JCPenney. Offers valid 627 to 630. Exclusions apply. See store jcp.com for details. Heat wave ahead! For four days only, it's the sizzling hot summer sale at JCPenney. Thursday through Sunday, shop select men's and women's tees in all new bright colors. Just $5 for her and $7.99 for him. Plus, pick up select Home Expressions bath towels, two for $7. All these deals and no coupon needed. Hurry in, but stay cool. These deals are sizzling. JCPenney. Offers valid 627 to 630. Exclusions apply. See store jcp.com for details.